I want to discuss a concept that oddly gives a lot or gives me a lot more compassion for things in the past that seemed crazy and also I think builds responsibility for us now because of how I believe people in the future will look at us being in their past. The concept is around extinction. And it didn't occur to me until I read about it recently that extinction is a difficult concept to come up with. And for most of human history, I don't think people had a conception of extinction. They might not have had a conception of species. But to see that there are species, that there used to be species in the past that no longer exist, or I think even more complicated, that there are species that exist today that one day might not exist, it's kind of hard to come up with. My understanding is that I basically know the Western perspective. I can't speak to other traditions that I haven't heard about. But I believe in the West that there was this concept of the great chain of being. And when I say the West, I guess Christianity. That people believed that there were lots of different things around. And they all were links in a chain, I guess created by God. And at one end, you'd have rocks and inanimate objects. Up from there, you might have insects. Up from there, you might have, I guess, fish. And then maybe some were mammals and then people and Past that, you have angels, and then at the very the last link would be God. They believed that everything had everything existed in this great chain of being, and everything had a place, and there was a link for everything. According to this, species just existed. I learned about this when I was learning about I think it was Thomas Jefferson, when they found skeletons of woolly mammoths in North America. People thought, well, what's going on? We have a skeleton, and it doesn't correspond to any living creature. It's kind of like an elephant, but not exactly an elephant. And I think a lot of people felt, well, there's a big continent. There must be mammoths elsewhere. We just haven't found them yet. If that was the case, if people really argued this, that would suggest that if you killed a lot of animals of a species, it would never go away. You know, I learned in biology in, in high school that people once believed in spontaneous generation. And that made a lot of sense. I think it would be very difficult to leave, say, meat out and not eventually see maggots growing in it. And I think it would be hard to know that that was necessarily laid there by a fly. And we learned that it was difficult to do experiments to leave meat out and not have it appear for animals to spontaneously generate. If things spontaneously generated, I could see why people might think they couldn't go extinct because they would just form somewhere. And things did seem to form in places. Now, you might think, what about when they found fossils of the past? Well, fossils of the past, a couple things. One is, I think that they thought the fossils always looked like something. Even if you had a pterodactyl, it wasn't, I don't think that they would think this is a pterodactyl. They think this kind of looks like lizards today. Lizards probably spontaneously form. And so these past things, I think they felt life would spontaneously form above ground. And the same forces that created the same spontaneous generation that formed life above ground would form rocks below ground and it would spontaneously generate these rocks that look like lizards. That kind of made sense if it's really hard to do an experiment to prove it otherwise. And it took a long time. That's what I learned in biology class. Another thing was that they would see seashells on the tops of mountains and this was clear evidence of the flood with Noah. Everything seemed to fit together pretty well. Oh, uh, one last big thing. For a species to disappear would cause the great chain of being to have a... It would cause it to split into two chains. And that seemed repugnant to them, I believe, that they couldn't imagine that happening. How could you have something that was made perfect split apart? I think for them, it was a really hard concept to imagine that something could go extinct. Now, imagine you lived at a time when you believed life spontaneously generated, 
and things could not go extinct. Why not kill things? And so when we hear about, say, Europeans that would go to safaris in Africa, and my understanding is that rhinoceroses are docile, or at least some species of them are, and apparently some hunters, it's hard to call them hunters in this case, they would walk right up to these slow-moving animals that didn't really, you know, they had no predators, and they would walk right up to them and shoot them in the face and kill them dead. They do that over and over again. And today we th- we're horrified to hear this. How could they just go up and kill these things? It's not even sport. Well, I can't say for sure, but imagine you believe that there's no such thing as extinction. It's possible. I'm not saying this is the case, but is it conceivable that what they were doing was humane in their eyes? That if they're going to kill the thing, why kill it from far away? That might make it suffer. Why not just walk up right up to it and kill it? Would that not be a less suffering way to kill things? If you're going to kill animals, I don't see how a rhinoceros killing that is different than, say, killing a cow or a goat to eat it. I'm not trying to feel compassion for them, but it occurred to me that this is possible, and maybe that was the case. I did also read separately that there are times that people believe that animals had no consciousness. Maybe they don't, and so that they didn't feel pain. There was nothing. They would act like they felt pain, but there was nothing actually like a soul to feel it. I believe this described Descartes, who would, I think, sorry to say this, it's going to sound really gross, would dissect living cats. And that sounds horrible to us, but what if you believe that it didn't cause any pain? I'm not saying let's have sympathy for these people back then, or let's do what they did, but on the contrary. Now imagine sometime in the future, people in the future looking back to us, and what we believe that they no longer believe. We behave as if We are not warming the globe. We behave as if this plastic is going to go away. Future generations will be living in this mess. I mean, we are already living in this mess. And many times I've said, I think a lot of people think, materially speaking, if you don't talk to them about the environment first to get them thinking about the consequences of what we're doing, I think a lot of people feel we may be living in the best time in history, that anyone at any time would envy living in our time and that they would wish that they could live You know, we can just do so many different things and we have cures for so many problems. I disagree with this. I believe that if we don't change drastically what we're doing now, then future generations will look back at us not with envy, but with horror of how, what could be more important than caring for other people? I mean, we like to, yes, it's nice to eat exotic foods and to visit exotic places and to go and visit the world and so forth, but aren't our highest values stewardship and caring for each other isn't our caring about each other what makes us happiest and what we care about most and are we not just disregarding that when we fly to to see some place because we can or to import stuff to have huge shipping container ships that pollute more than i don't know something like millions of cars to bring us a lot of schlock that we don't need that doesn't make our lives any better that just goes to landfills Future generations, I believe, will react with horror at what we're doing in the way that we look back at people who walk up to rhinoceroses and shoot them in the head. It seems, well, it's crazy to us. Is it so difficult to imagine that future generations will look at what we're doing as crazy? Would we not, if we were back in the time of these people going on uh, safari, would we not not do it? If you knew then what you know now, Wouldn't you not shoot the rhino? Wouldn't you not go on the safari? 
think of what future generations, if we don't get out of this mess, first of all, if we don't get out of this mess, then future generations, I think, will have to deal with a bigger mess. If we do get out of this mess, does that not say that we should have changed earlier, that we're not living in the best time? Everything points to me that we should change as fast as we can. I believe that when we change, we will be happier. I am certainly happier with the changes that I've gone through. Yes, some of the change was hard, but once you make the change and you habitualize avoiding packaged food, avoiding flying, you create community and connect with people. In the same way that if you don't shoot rhinos in the head, if you accept that things can go extinct, I mean, they weren't not accepting it, but now that we know it, we also know that we can warm the planet and that we are, and that things that we do are doing it. If we can look back at them and say, how could they do such a thing? They should not have done such a thing. Can we not look at ourselves today? Not us in general, you listening to my voice right now. Can you not look at things that you're doing and say, maybe I should stop this. Maybe I can stop this. Why don't I stop this? This is the thought that developed from recognizing that extinction wasn't so obvious back then. It's really obvious now. As I'm sure everyone knows, like we're way over the number of extinctions that we're seeing today is way over the, the background noise. If you could look back at the past and say they should not have shot the rhinos in the head, could we not imagine people looking back to us and saying, stop flying everywhere? Stop eating so much meat? Stop using all those fertilizers, the, the chemical fertilizers? Start spending time with your friends and family. Play some sports instead of watching TV and video games. Write some books instead of reading. Well, I read books, I guess. But do some stuff to get some exercise and go out and have fun. Make your own podcast. As opposed to just passively letting the system provide you with this wall-e existence.